Okay, reading from the Riyad Bhagavatamrita, chapter 4, text 36. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Babatad Babata Prasadato. Bhagavati Sneha Vijim Bitakila Mamatam Mahima Tatapyanur Navabhakteshu Kripa Barikshaya. By your Lordship's mercy, the Supreme Personality of Godhead may have some affection to me still the glory of that affection is very insignificant in comparison to the great mercy received by even the newest devotee omagana timarandasya gananjana shalakaya Saksur Unmulatam Yena Tasmai Shri Gurave Namaha Sri Chaitanya Mano Bhishtam Stapitam Yena Bhutale Sayam Rupa Kadamayam Tadati Sapadantikam Pancha Kalpa Tarubhyascha Kripa Sindhu Bhayevacha Patitanam Pabanebio Vaishnavebio Namo Nama Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Siadvaita Gadadhar Srivasa De Gaur Bhakta Vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare So greetings from Govardhan. I just got back from Vrindavan. I uh, I think I'm trying to go to Vrindavan once a week in the morning and give class to such a nice group of devotees there. And we're discussing the Madhya chapter two, Krishna's Kaviraj. He has a very special mission. And he's probably the only one that can carry it out. Because he his mission is Krishna Das Kaviraj Rasika Bhaktamaj. He's he has the most incredible ability, wordcraft, and he has to present the life and teachings of Sri Chaitanya. But it's not like this internet, it's not like it's recorded. He's practically a contemporary. And who knows the life and te teachings of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. 
Well, Sarup Damodar, because he was his most confidential assistant and he was with him all the time, and he made notes. And who was the assistant of Raghunath, of, of Sarup Damodar? It was Raghunath Das Goswami. And he had those notes. And uh, who was his disciple, Krishnas Kaviraj, who had the information, but also the ability to communicate it. But there was a problem. The problem was, is that he was in his 90s, or very, very old, and his hand was shaking. And there's no word processor. And he has to conceptualize the highest idea, the highest conceptions. And he has to relate the history of Sri Chaitanya. And he has to do it in poetry form. And he has to do it all in his mind. And then once he gets it all perfectly correct in his mind, with the meter, with the rhyme, with the contents, with the alliteration, with the metaphor, when he gets the whole thing right within his mind, in context to the other verses, because he's telling this story of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, then he has to scratch it on to some bark or something, and with maybe rose petal ink or something, color it in. I mean, he has one shot. I can see how dull our minds are becoming because of all the, you know, everything is taking over. We're not developing our thinking muscles. Because all these great books were written without any any word processor or, you know. Um, so he has a problem is that he may die and he may not complete it. And he's very old and he may not, he may be too infirm to do it. Just like Prabhupada in his last days was lying on the bed. He hadn't eaten in six months. He was so much in pain. And somehow he was still dictating his commentary. But he never finished. He only got up to the through the 13th chapter, the 90 chapters of the Bhagavatam. So Krishna Das Kaviraj, he was thinking, so he in the first chapter of the Madhulila, he summarizes uh, in the first chapter, he summarizes each verse um, and then in the second chapter, he begins to describe Samarpiyatam this incredible high consciousness that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was trying to imbibe, which was his internal mission. So he began to summarize that. Anyway, it's been great. I mean, it's really a deep subject and it's a qualified audience. And then I went to... Um, Sridhar, the Mali, as you know, we um, made a GoFund and collected over $5,000. So 
I went there with uh, my Indian, I have an Indian person who just, I trust him so much. He has whatever money I keep here in accounts. So the dollars in America, I mean, he'll transfer it here. So, and discussing with them, including, I'll make a joke, breaking the male patriarchy, each of the four women of the household will also get 2,000 rupees in cash in hand to buy saris or whatever they want. Plus, they'll renovate their house. Um, but anyway, I'm back here at the Brihad Bhagavatam Rita, and I have some challenges here. And one of the challenges is I found out that the copy that they put on my computer somehow, I didn't realize it. It's laid out, it's it's the, it's the BBT version, but it has none of the commentaries or purports, which are, you know, Sanatan Goswami's own explanations. You know, because basically the way Sanskrit literature works, it's kind of codified. And, you know, it, it's codified in a very beautiful way that you can memorize it. But the teachers in the commentaries expand the meaning. So at the same sense, you have a verse, it codifies the meaning, but without the explanation. So that's kind of a challenge. And the other challenge I found is that I, I, I without those commentaries, at least, you know, I've, I've, I've found it kind of the philosophical content very repetitive. And I think my forte is taking, you know, I, I look at it before and I, I see a point that I'm going to speak on or two, but it's the same point. It's the same audience. Um, and it's basically because Narada is looking for the, the topmost recipient of Krishna's mercy. We see what mercy looks like. And, and, and the greatest mercy, the greatest kindness that, that we can't, it's mercy because we can't earn it, is, is, is love of Godhead. Prema, Pumartha, Mahan, the thing that has the greatest value is, is love. And the highest love, Tvasmin Parama Prema Ru, the highest love is love of Godhead. So we, we have this, I, I'm, I'm not putting it down, it's a great book, but I, I'm going to explain what I got from it. But first I have to describe what I think is happening. So we have this thing when Narada is looking for the great devotee and we, we, we see first the description of the great devotee from the previous person. Then we see Narada Muni going to that person and then, then repeating it in his own realization what that person's glories are. And then we see that person's glories further enhanced by his abject militant rejection of glorification, the aversion to being the controller and enjoyer, the aversion to exerting one's superiority, and they're all connected.
enjoyment and control. Your supremacy is the, the ability you can, on the material platform, the ability that you can, can enjoy. And the, and the the ability to enjoy is, is, is based on your the accoutrements of power, which you can control. And the underlying thing that you want <laughs> Or it is that sense of superiority. You're better than others because you you have more power and you enjoy more. So, devotee is so averse to that. That's not his faith. That's not his his realization of what happiness is. So we we see that 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 anyabilashita shunyam. Devotee has no other extraneous desires anukulyena krishna nu he just wants to please god so we, we see that 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 characteristic described in all the devotees and how many times have i explained why even someone is so exalted spiritually why they feel they don't have devotion and why they feel they're not worthy of glorification. So I explained those points. So, so I was meditating on it, this kind of repetition. And then I had a, 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 a realization. Because if you follow the story from the beginning, what is the Brihad Bhagavatam Rita? It is a summary of the Bhagavatam. And what I mentioned before is the Bhagavatam is not just a form, it's a message. And the message can take different forms. For example, there could be a Spanish Bhagavatam. There can be a German Bhagavatam. There can be a Russian Bhagavatam. It's a completely different form, but the same message. And according to one's realization, he can um, communicate it in various ways. So not, not just... Not just the language is changed, but the very expression of it is exchanged. And so in so many ways. Um, so this is a condensed version of the Bhagavatam. And how does it parallel the Bhagavatam? It parallels the Bhagavatam is that there's a hierarchical, hierarchical, development basically hierarchical some of them I, it just seems to be a, a certain on a certain platform certain a certain platform but hierarchical um expression of the force and intimacy of of love and that's what the Bhagavatam is. And, and right here we have Prahlad and then we have Hanuman. In the Bhagavatam we have we have also Prahlad in the seventh canto and, and Hanuman in the ninth canto. And they're all leading to the same goal, which is the love of the gopis, which is the five chapters in the Bhagavatam. So this is what I've understood. Um, why the reputi repetition and what it's for. Um, because the goal, and Prabhupada made it clear, the goal of the Bhagavatam is to hear about Krishna 
and hear about Krishna and his associates and his pastimes and understand them. Because you can hear something and not understand them. You can project your own misconceptions. You can project your own attachments and they can be filtered through. That's why, for example, the Bhagavad Gita, it's such dialectic. The truth is being spoken, but Arjuna is not understanding it. And therefore, in that wonderful dialectic, the, by the doubts the student raises, the teacher understands what's lacking in that student's frame of reference to understand. And then he explains in another way. And then by that dialectic, finally, he's built up the student's frame of reference so that he can understand the point. So that's what the Bhagavatam is doing. It's building up our frame of reference so that we can hear Krishna and hear it for what it is, which is which is completely the Radha Krishna is completely spiritual. It has nothing to do with the consciousness behind those forms in the material world. So what it's really, and, and, and so what is it getting you to see? It's getting you to see through these different devotees on different levels, what is devotion? What is the mood of service? And that's basically what you have to see when you see the forms of Radha and Krishna. You don't see lust, you see service. When there's embracing, when there's sidelong glances, we have to see the mood of service, that Radha's, their expressions of Radha's consciousness let you be pleased by these expressions which the material consciousness is so mixed with let me be pleased. It's all about our ego. Let me be pleased by this. I mean, it, it, you know, there's affectionate relationships, but obviously, obviously they're not pure. So let me, so... What it's doing, it, 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 it's from different angles and different perspectives and different levels of intimacy. It's explaining the same thing. What is the consciousness of a devotee? What is the consciousness of a devotee? What is the con? And they're all the same. They're all anyabilashitashunyam. They have no other desire to please them to please Krishna. And they're pure. And the only difference is, is how they are meant to do that. A parent is meant to serve through a particular actions, a particular consciousness. A friend is meant to serve in a different actions, in a different consciousness. And a lover is meant to serve in a different actions, in a different 
a consciousness. It's a different mood of, of love. But it's the same thing in just a different shape, a different intensity. So when you go through the, the, the summary of the Bhagavatam, or you go through the whole Bhagavatam, that's what you're going to get. This is what a devotee is. And therefore, when you see the, the 10th canto, which is the goal, and you see the pastimes of Radha and Krishna, you will be able to understand the mind behind those actions. When you when, when to have a full understanding, you, you can't just understand what a person's actions are. You have to understand what, what the mind is that those actions express. And I describe that without this type of understanding, then what happens is we have a type, what I call spiritual autism, or autism is a, a, a mental challenge. And one of the symptoms of it on the spectrum is that you can't understand the person's mind. And therefore, you have no way to negotiate the world. You're seeing the person, you're seeing his actions, but you don't understand what they mean. And therefore, you really don't understand those actions. And it's the same thing with us if we approach the 10th canto without deeply understanding what is pure devotional service. Then we won't understand. And when we can't understand them, we won't be able to feel them, which is the goal of life. which is the goal of life. So let's go into here in this progression, what's happening and just go back to the beginning. He, he Lord, Lord Shiva recommended Prahlad. So Narada rushed there. And in a second, in terms of God, his determination is an absolute fact and he can give that potency to the devotee. He wanted to be there, he's there. And then he sees that Prahlad is meditating and then Prahlad and Narada is like his Vartman Padarshika guru because his mother was in the ashram and he heard the Bhagavatam in the womb. There's his Vartman Padarshika guru. So Prahlad stands up to greet him, which is proper mode of respect. And then he falls to the ground to offer his respects. And the consciousness of falling to the ground is that beautiful sense of happy, small humility. I am inferior. I'm inferior and I'm a, a recipient of your mercy. And then Pallad puts Narada on a throne and begins to worship with elaborate rituals. But Narada has this understanding he's pointed by lord shiva to Pilat as the greatest devotee and he just he just gets off the throne he keeps on embracing him again and again and again and then he begins to speak and he glorifies Pilat. and we see again the different examples of devotion that he was fixed from his youth that 
his devotion was so unbroken that his father couldn't give him any more pain than giving it up. And then he, he describes the affection of Lord Nisringadev to Prahlad among these other great luminaries who are offering prayers and, and, and you know, but Nisringadev, Vishnu appearing as Nisringadev, he's licking, he's patting Prahlad, he's ignoring the others. And then we have the point naturally where Prahlad, as the great devotee, is completely embarrassed by Narada's prayers. And not only is embarrassed by them, he so much doesn't want the power that comes with glorification and the mis the, the pollution of consciousness that can come from accepting glorification if you don't know how to accept it in a humble way it's just challenging he just doesn't want to be pulled from the lotus feet of God and the feelings and sentiments and devotion so he counters all these things. And now, Balad says, by your Lordship's mercy, the Supreme Personality may have some affection for me. So he says, it's okay. It's his mercy. It's not my qualification, but God, okay, I agree. Still, that affection that I'm feeling is insignificant in comparison to the great mercy received even by the newest devotees, real devotees. So like, like so he's saying, I'm not sure if he's introduced Hanuman yet, but that's going to happen. And that's a point that he made very strong that I'm just focused on meditation. But Hanuman, he has service. So now he's going to continue with his um, Nirupati Kripadrati. O Lord, whose mercy heart melts with limited mercy, why should I make you suffer by describing my own great misfortune? Better that you place your glance on the great mercy the Lord has given to the Kim Purusha Hanuman, the Hanuman on the Kim Purusha mountains. You really want, and, and th that. That is real mercy, and that has to become our faith. Service. And the interesting thing about it, as opposed to some, some faith in power and control, it's frustrating, because likely you won't get it, and if you do, then you're dissatisfied. Because you haven't touched the heart. Love is satisfaction, not power and control. So,
And therefore, what the devotee really values and considers so auspicious is if he's given service to, to Sri Sri Guru and Garanga. So, So he said, better you go to Hanuman. That's real service. The bhaktas, the devotees, they're all devotees. But these people, these humble servants of God, that's real auspiciousness. And this is the change in faith that the Bhagavatam wants to give us by, by, by hearing about the humble devotees who serve and, and, and not only hearing, but feeling it, feeling the rasa, feeling the taste of that, and then aspiring for that. And, and that's, that's really spiritual life. And that's what the Bhagavatam's about. You're supposed to hear this. And at one point you say, I want that. And then another point you'll have, you'll say, I want that beg, borrow, or steal. Greed. I want that. That's my and 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 what is that? That's our faith. That is the thing. That's what auspicious budram te. So what's Prahlad saying? That's what's auspicious. Yes, it's wonderful to meditate on God and but those who have his personal service, that that's wonderful. Bhagavan. Avadehi mat pitur. Bhagavan. Hananartam narasingo rupa brit. Sahasar virabhun maha prabhur. Vihitarto taradhat tadaivasa. O Lord, please know that when the Supreme Personality of God had appeared, in his half-man, half-lion form to kill my father. He very quickly did his work and then disappeared. So mercy is service, mercy is relationship, and mercy is being with those who you love. So you say, so what kind of mercy is this? Yes, you, you mentioned before that the Lord Nishringadeva appeared and I was there and he showed his relationship to me. That's the desire of one who wants prema. And he, I was there with him, but he disappeared. He disappeared. And now that's a difference between Hanuman, said, I was not able to see the Lord in my heart's content. On the shore of the great ocean, I saw him for only a minute. It was like a flickering dream. But... Anumams to Mahabhagyas Tatseva Sukam Anvabhut Sabahuni Sahasrani Vatsaranam Avignakam. Hanuman was very fortunate. Hanuman to Mahabhagas. He's fortunate. Why? He was able to enjoy Seva Sukam. 
seva sukham. He was able to enjoy the happiness of service. For bahuni sahasrani vatsaranam for thousands of years abhigya without obstruction. I saw for a flickering moment and I just worshiped. I offered prayers, but he had service, direct service, and not flickering, but sahasrani, many, many years. Yo balish yo balish tamo bhalye deva vrinda prashadata samprapta sadvaya prate jara marana varjita. Even in his childhood, he was extremely strong. By the mercy of the demigods, he received many benedictions. He is always free from old age and death. So that's also mercy. <laughs> he is completely fearless, a follower of austere vows, saintly, heroic fighter, and the uncommon servant of Lord, Lord Ramachandra. Ashesha Trasha Rahito, Mahavrata Tarakriti, Mahaviro Raghupatir, Asadharana Sevaka. He's uncommon, very unique servant of Lord Ramachandra. That's mercy. He casually jumped over the fathomless 800-mile-wide ocean. He expertly comforted the distressed Sita captive in the palace of the king of Rakshasha. Look at the service. He was done. How pleasing that must be to God. Comforting his eternal consort. And now I'm saying this, but we're also seeing this. Look at Perlad's heart. He's so eager to glorify the devotee and to deflect that praise from himself. Now it describes his service. He taunted his enemy, burned Lanka, destroyed his fortifications, returned with news of Sita, and was firmly embraced by his master. So Swami Gada Alingana, firm embraced by his master. He had relationship, he had service, he had proximity. How much more mercy do you want? He was the great carrier of his master. His tail became a white parasol shading his master and his broad back became a comfortable seat for his master. 
He was a leader of those engaged in building the bridge of Seta Bandhu. He fulfilled the needs of Bibishan, <clears throat> broke the strength of the Rakshasas, and with his great strength brought the medicinal herb, Vishalya Kani. <clears throat> so again, this is the Bhagavatam. So, but it's like really summarizing the glories of, of Hanuman. He brought his life again to his to the army. He greatly pleased both his master and his master's younger brother. He became the devoted carrier of both his master and Sri Lakshman. With very intelligent tactics, he attacked and defeated the enemy. He chanted the transcendental glories of his master, the killer of the Rakshasa king. He brought great happiness to Sita. He is the object of the great transcendental mercy of the master. Even though he's not able to bear separation from his master, he remained in this world by his order. Such separation. But he was ordered to stay in the world. Just like Prabhupada, when he was in 26 Second Avenue, I heard this tape and it stuck in my head because it's 1966 and outside was, you know, it was very, not a very, um, affluent neighborhood, the poor people, and, and and but also there was drug people, and it was such a neighborhood. And it was screaming outside, and probably lecture, he said, why have I come to this place? Why have I come to this place? It's not the place he particularly wanted to be. And then he said, because it was the order of my spiritual master, because it's the desire of my spiritual master. And that verse was quoted before he didn't care where he was. He just wanted to serve. Hanuman doesn't care. He just wants to serve. Narayana prasarve nitkutas chanya bibhyati swaga pavarga narakeshu apitulyatta darshana. He just wants to serve. But then now, now, how does he live? Atmanam nityatat kirti. Shravane no padarayan. Tanmurti. Parshvatas tishtam. Rajate. Japi purvasat. He sustains himself by always hearing the glories of his master. Even today, he stands beside the transcendental deity form of his master as he always stood by him in the, in the past. So look, he got the order. It's not about me. It's love. It's devotion. And more important than being with your beloved, which is certainly a desire of the Prema Bhakta, is serving your beloved. Like this Hanuman, these hands which have been used selfishly are now for God and others. My Lord, the scriptures declare the monkey king Hanuman attained perfection by serving the Lord. In this way, Hanuman's glory is famous in this world. His service brought him the Lord's mercy. I offer my respectful obeisances to Hanuman, 
even if it were to come to him of his own accord, he has no desire to accept any kind of liberation that would check his service to Lord Vishnu, the son of Maharaj Dasarat. I've left much unsaid. Still, your lordship knows his glorious position very well. Please now go to Kimpur Shavarsha, see him and become happy. Sri Cricket said, Oh, Mother Nara then explained, Ah, this is very auspicious. Ah, this is very auspicious. He then rose from his seat and traveled through outer space to Kimpur Shavarsha. Sri Prikshirubacha, Ayi Matir, Aho Bhadram, Aho Bhadram, Iti Bruvam. Upatya sanata kena muni kim kim purusham gata he went. And then now we'll see what happens when he sees him. Okay. Um Jamunajaya, um, something. Oh no, Jamunajaya is not here today. Okay, Gail. Can people hear me? Yeah, they can hear me. Okay, anybody else have any reflection or just say hello? Very Krishna Gumaraj. Hey, Totha. Well, Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna Maharaj. Okay, Gail. Yeah, go ahead. Um, yeah, I have a question, but it's a little bit tangential to the class. You mentioned that um, that oh, Pallad's uh, Narada Muni was Pallad's. Varma, let's see if I could pronounce Varma, this thing. Because his was Moon, it means the one who first shows the path. Right. Yeah. So, but there's an, yeah. Uh -huh. But there's another. There's another word that seems to mean the same thing. It's almost the same word, Pata, Padarshika, who. Is Pata and Vartma the same? Vartma, what's the other term? Pata, P-A-T-H-A. -A. And then the rest is the same. Right. Pata, they may mean the same thing. No, yeah, they do. do. I was just wondering why. I never heard the word Pata. Part, part yeah, it's, it's, in, it's in Bhagavatam Canto 4 when they're talking about Dhruva Maharaj. And Suniti was his Pata Padarshika guru. Okay, I, I don't know the technicalities, but they seem to say the same thing. Okay. Yes, yeah, same meaning. Okay. Okay. All right, Gail. Yeah, that was it, Maharaj. Thank you. Okay. Krishnamita, you had something to say? Krishnamita. Yes, thank you. Thank you very much, Maharaj, for the wonderful class. I enjoyed so much that uh, Srimad Bhagavatam can be in different forms and the same message and the message of the highest goal 
to understand and to, to, to see God himself, his leaders, his name. So thank you very much. Thank you. Okay, great. Thank you. That's nice. Anybody else like to say hello? Hare Krishna Maharaj, it's Radharani. Radharani, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to thank you again for our time in Vrindavan. It was one of my most special moments. Oh, wow. Huh? Oh, that's right. Yeah. We, we went to the Roti place. I went there today. It was really great. They're very sweet people. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. great. Thank you Prabhupada. for us. Very bold. Anybody else? Hare Krishna Maharaj, thank you for class. Isabel, Ishwari, Sindri, always praying for your health. Your, your... Thank you. Papa, always his disciples. I, I, I hope this meets you in good health. Okay. It does. Thank you. Okay, Hare Bo. Hare Bo. Good. Anybody else? Say hello. Hare Krishna, okay. Mono Maharaj. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Yes, we're all praying that everything turns out okay there. Thank you very much, Mono A lot of tension. Very, very important. My God. Yeah. Okay, Hare Krishna. Okay. Hare Krishna, Maharaj. Who's that? Hey, Haribo. Thank you for attending. Thank you. Great. Okay. Anybody else? Hare Krishna Garage. It's Lal Govinda. Thank you for class. Okay, Haribo. Raghunath today. That guy is such a Vaishnav. He sends his car to pick me up. And then and he deals with all my things. Then we went to, I went on his motorbike and we <laughs> went to, uh, it's not my favorite form of transportation. Then we went to um, see Sridhar and then he explained everything and, and you know, how we'll give him the money and what we'll do. And then we we took those rotis. I don't know how I did it. I, I took three big ones. They just kept uh -huh. on piling up. Caught them and, and they had this special cutty today, and we just uh, and then his car drove me back, but he had to go to the school. And wow, amazing 70 acres and these incredible the temple looks like Radha Govindaji that he has, it's got incredible deities. It was really Wait. wonderful, amazing. Okay, okay, All right. Harry Ball, stabilize yourself there with that new uh, office and then the following year you'll come okay anybody yeah. else say hello hey paul okay i'll just look down the list and see all the people who've come and just thank all the people that come okay i will 